Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Feisty, fearless and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Well, these anti-Israeli protesters, and I would say anti-American protesters, uh, pro-Hamas, pro-terrorist protesters in many regards, uh, over the weekend, remember, they were outside the White House and they were chanting, uh, go Yemen, basically, cheers to the Houthis, cheers to Hamas, burning the American flag. Who are these people? And are they even here legally? Uh, first of all, I think you should be vetting them. Second of all, I think you should be arresting them. Even after they were damaging the gate of the White House, the perimeter of the White House, so much so that they had to move the press and move some members of the staff there at the White House. So that's pretty scary. The president wasn't there. Uh, he was out of town. He was in Camp David. But thank goodness uh, nobody was hurt. But what if they had busted through? They put out a wider perimeter because they had a fear that there would be protesters, but they were pushing and breaking through it. Uh, That's damaging property. I'm sorry. Then they defaced statues that were right there in the park, right in front of the White House. Uh, I mean, come on, throw the book at these people. Grow a spine, President Biden. And had you done it from day one, maybe we wouldn't see these protests that seem to be getting worse and worse and uglier and uglier. And today they were also chanting inside Capitol Hill. Uh, They wanted to obviously do a big federal walkout. That may still happen later this week. That would be workers who work in the Biden administration that are not happy with the president's policies and feel that he is not supportive enough of Gaza and Hamas, I guess. And so they feel uh, this is not appropriate. Guess what? If you work for the administration, if you listen to a lot of attorneys, Uh, They say you should get fired because if suddenly your boss, you're against your boss's policies, you shouldn't be doing a walkout and protesting against your boss's policies, against the president of the United States and against American interests. And you work in the United States government. We don't want people like that in the U.S. government. First of all, who are they? We should know who they are and they shouldn't be working there anymore, even if they're thinking about doing it. Are you kidding me? That's the kind of personality that you have with somebody's views in the White House. I'm not surprised because we've heard from a number of them that have put it up on their social media, their private social media posts. And so far, the only thing that the administration has basically done is don't do that. That's not a nice thing. We've talked to them. That's it. They are so afraid that they are going to lose anybody in their base because most of these people are clearly Democrats 
that they don't want to come out and be on the right side of law and they don't want to be on the right side of history. Shame on the Biden administration for not having any sort of a spine. And so then yesterday, this was shameful. They started in Union Square Park, which is in downtown New York City. Then they marched up. They went to the United Nations and then they went to Gracie Mansion and they decided, you know what? Why don't we stop at a cancer hospital? Yes, Sloan Kettering, Memorial Sloan Kettering, one of the most preeminent cancer hospitals in the world. And because they get, quote, Jewish donors that somebody, you know, number of Jewish people donate to them. Are you kidding me? Like nothing is off limits with these people. How disgusting. So they went into the hospital and were marching down the hallways of the hospital shouting vile and disgusting things. And there was a Holocaust survivor who said this feels like the 1930s in Germany that he couldn't imagine from his hospital bed seeing what he was seeing at that moment. It is so reprehensible. And guess what? Again, I blame this on bad leadership, whether it's in the city level or whether it's in the federal level. They should be clamping down on these people. They could arrest them. They don't have permits. They are destroying property. They're on private property. How dare they? Listen to some of these anti-Israel hate mongers going down the hallways of Memorial Sloan Kettering. Can you imagine you are there at Sloan Kettering Cancer Center and you are sitting there and you're with a loved one uh, or you yourself are going through something very deeply personal, devastating, dealing with cancer. uh, And then suddenly you've got these crazy protesters scaring you, running down the hallways with flags, uh, you know, burning the American flag, shouting these things and screaming anti-Israeli rhetoric. That is disgusting, and that is scary, whether you're Jewish or not. It is horrifying, and the fact that these people chose, oh, because there's a wing named after a Jewish person, or there's, you know, a hallway named after a Jewish person, they thought, oh, well, we've got to go down, march the hallway there. What what is wrong with these people that they don't feel they have any limits? It is disgusting. What are your thoughts, everybody, about this, and what needs to be done before these protests get even more dangerous and even more scary. They are blocking roadways. They are blocking airport entrances. Uh, They're going into Times Square. Uh, They're going to the Christmas tree lighting. They're blocking shoppers. It's a long ways away. It is only January, and Election Day is in November. And guess what? They're not happy, certainly with anybody, it seems like, that's on the ticket. Maybe if Al Sharpton was running, they'd say, hey, we like him. You know, But other than that... Guess what? Anybody who is supporting our great ally Israel is on the hot seat. They're screaming at Joe Biden wherever he is. Remember, he was at that African-American church about a week ago. 
And here's this church service. They were honoring those who had been murdered in the church. It was a horrible, horrible occasion, uh, but an important occasion to honor those victims and their families. And then suddenly in the middle of the church, like half of them stand up and they're protesters with their signs and their flags interrupting the president of the United States. I find that despicable. Let those people have their moment and be honored and then have these protesters interrupt it like they think that they can rule the roost. They can interrupt anything and anywhere, anytime. Shame on them and shame on our officials for not taking a stronger stand. What are your thoughts, everybody? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And of course, in the middle of all this, certainly the chaos in America is a topic for President Trump. He's come out and said, you know what, Uh, I'm not bringing the chaos. I'm trying to break up the chaos. I mean, for some reason, I remember the BLM riots. Uh, Joe Biden didn't do anything. Kamala Harris contributed to the Minnesota Freedom Fund that was bailing out the rioters. And now here we have these people on the streets and we have crickets from Joe Biden and from most of our leadership. Yeah, they say they're supporting Israel and I'm glad they should be. You darn right, they're our great ally, and they need our help, and they need our support now. And there shouldn't be any gray. But they also should be letting these protesters have it, because the world is seeing this. And and all the people that don't like us in Iran and everywhere else in the world where they're looking at America, they're seeing the protests, and they're laughing. They're going, well, uh, obviously some people in America agree with us, and it's emboldening them. How could you have these people that seem to me to be having behavior that is so in contrary to what this country stands for and who we are? This is not freedom of speech. This is hate speech, and it is in violation of lots of laws. You just got to have the will to do it. And meantime, President Trump is speaking out about the chaos and also reveling about his big win that he had in Iowa last night. He was already in New Hampshire just a few hours ago. And he has his sights on Biden because he says he feels the world is falling apart. And boy, is there a lot of disorder. Take a listen. With your help, one week from now, we're going to win the New Hampshire primary. And then we're going to defeat crooked Joe Biden. He's a crooked guy. He's the worst president in the history of our country. He's the most corrupt president in the history of our country. And frankly, he's the most incompetent president. You're going to end up in World War III with this guy. But we're going to take back our country, and we are going to what? Make America great again. And tonight, Vivek Ramaswamy, of course, who came in fourth last night in the Iowa caucus. He got 7.7%. And it was a distant fourth. He knew what the writing on the wall was. And he's been very pro-Trump. Well, guess what? He flew up. He was there with Trump today in New Hampshire. And this is what he had to say. He is now probably his biggest vocal supporter and campaigner. He is endorsing Trump and saying he is with him in this battle. You want to know what does it mean to be a Republican today? It means we believe in the ideals of 1776. Ideals like freedom and merit and the pursuit of excellence. That you get ahead in this country, not on the color of your skin, but on the content of your character and your contributions. End affirmative action. End DEI. We are done with the nonsense. Send it back home. It means you believe in the rule of law. 
and I say this as the kid of legal immigrants to this country, that means your first act of entering this country cannot break the law, and that is why we need to use our military to secure our own southern border in this country. That's what it means to stand for the rule of law in the United States of America. It means the people we elect to run the government needs to be the ones who actually run the government, not the shadow government in the deep state that runs the show today. This man is going to get in there this time around and actually shut down that deep state. Not messing around this time anymore. That's how we win this war in this country. And boy, is it a war because the media won't even cover an acceptance speech, a victory speech by a president who gets the biggest historic margin in Iowa caucus history. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Uh, let's go to Andrew real quick. Line through it. Andrew, go ahead. Yeah, Bob, he's great. And, you know, he didn't vote for Nikki Haley because she's Indian. (laughs) (laughs) You know, isn't that ridiculous that they actually said that at MSNBC? It just shows to me, uh, you know, either, you know, Robert was saying earlier from Philly, he thinks it's evil. Uh, It may be ignorance. I'm not sure which. Well, then the border being sealed doesn't mean that there's not going to be immigration. Like Trump said, a big, beautiful door. So he wants legal immigration. And my ex-girlfriend from Guatemala, she agrees and her family, they came here legally. Your parents would agree with Trump. My wife's an immigrant. She agrees wholeheartedly with legal immigration because it's unfair for her and I to have to pay the fees. And she took all the, you know, the tests and we had to prove it was a legitimate marriage. I agree. And and you know, it's interesting, Andrew, too. It's people like like uh, your family and and my family um, where they resent uh, people who are just crossing willy-nilly without being vetted, they go, wait a minute, we right. worked, you know, in my uh, parents' case, it took six years for them to become legal citizens. They took the test, they learned the language, they changed their name uh, even. You know, I mean, there's so many things that they did uh, to work hard to learn this country. They love this country and were so honored. I, I've told the story that my parents thought it was one of the greatest days for sure in their lives. They were crying when they became American citizens. Uh, and they don't like, you know, when you see people like my parents, they're no longer with us. But I have a lot of friends uh, who have done the legal route and they resent people who are crossing the border willy nilly because they worry also about our security. They want the border to be checked. They love this country and they want to protect it and protect its values. Uh, Andrew, thank you. Always great to hear from you. We'll continue with your calls after the break, everybody. 1 800 848 You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 
Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. This is the Rita Cosby Show. are talking about the media game already trying to blacklist President Trump. Uh, And also, they're barely covering these protests that are taking place all over the country where they're burning the American flag, shouting pro-Hamas, and even marching down the halls of a cancer hospital, thinking that that's appropriate. Uh, This is shocking, and the administration is doing nothing to rein them in. Doing nothing, it seems, to rein in the Hootsies, which continue to fire at U.S. ships. We took another action today where we hit a missile launcher site. Guess what? The Hootsies are firing back already. Par for the course. Uh, Appeasement, guess what? Doesn't work. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Sandra, line five. Sandra, your thoughts about all this? Well, good evening, Rita. Um, this morning I had a conversation with the president of um, Mecklenburg Republican Women's Club, founded in 1953. She was telling me today how it's no longer a red state, it's turning purple. And she's telling me that people from the East Coast and California, they're coming there in droves. And many of the people are very, very young and they need someone like Vivek to support these young people. Now, let, let me Vivek. ask you, when you say Mecklenburg, okay. are you talking about in North Carolina? Where are you talking about? Oh, exactly. North Carolina. Yes. yes. See, yes. You know what? I knew that because I used to work in Charlotte at WBTV, which is in Mecklenburg <laughs> County. I know exactly where I was like, wait a minute. This is old home week, Sandra. Go ahead. Oh, oh, wow. So she was saying how upset she is because the young people... You know, they want Nikki and, and she, she doesn't want Nikki and, 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 and she and they do love Vivek. And she was saying that and my my sister was saying this over the weekend, too, that we need a surrogate like him to go all around like he did today. For instance, in New Hampshire, he made such a fiery speech that Trump goes and says, oh, he'll be working with us. And then when he finished his speech again, Trump goes. He'll be working with with us for a very, very long time. So he has the energy, he has the the passion, and he believes what we all believe. And we need more people like him, Rita, I believe, to go all around the country now and and, 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 and do this. Yeah, and and you know what? I see him, um, just as he's already been doing, like you said, being a galvanizer of of the crowds like you could tell even in new hampshire the crowds loved him he got a rousing applause before he spoke very passionate speech 
And now he can kind of go out and about. And then we'll see what happens with Nikki Haley and DeSantis. I think it's a matter of time, barring anything uh, enormous or something crazy. Who knows, you know, but I, I don't foresee it. But I see that these guys will drop out and then they'll probably support Trump, too. Cosby is on. protesters. I'm outright angry when I see these protesters, young people, mostly young men, young women out there. Many of them, I bet, don't even probably realize what they are saying when they're out there protesting in the middle of a cancer hospital, one of the preeminent ones, saying that they are, quote, complicit in genocide because they have a Jewish wing, a Jewish donor that's supporting their cause. People are fighting for their lives or for their families' lives, and these people are so disrespectful that they're protesting there. And take a listen. They were also on Capitol Hill, and here's a little bit of them chanting on Capitol Hill today just a few hours ago. Take a listen. And that was just a small crowd. It's going to get bigger and bigger. And here is Professor Alan Dershowitz. We talked with him earlier today on Cats and Cosby, me and John Katsimatidis. And he said these protesters are so out of control and need to be reined in. It's as much of an insurrection as anything that has been charged on um, uh, January 6th. I mean, the January 6th was an attempt to protest an election. Wrong in my view, wrong in the view of many people. This is really part of an attempt to overthrow the United States government. And uh, it, it could be seen as part of an insurrection. I wouldn't disqualify anybody who was in it from running for president. Not that anybody would ever vote for anybody who was in it. But uh, these are very dangerous demonstrations. They are very dangerous demonstrations, and there's a lot of things that the administration and local leaders could be doing to throw the book at these people. But there is also a report that they're planning to do, as I mentioned, this federal walkout this week where members of the Biden administration who don't agree with the president's policy towards Israel plan to do a walkout and chant free, free Palestine all over the place, including in front of the White House. I think that's shameful. I think it's disgusting. Can you imagine at your business if suddenly you didn't like something your boss did and said, okay, well, I'm going to protest in front of my boss's business and I'm going to say the worst things about him. You know, Genocide Joe is what they're protesting, these groups. So, you know, some of them are going to be chanting that. 
throw the book at them, fire them, and arrest them. But no, if you listen to Antony Blinken, he is, of course, our Secretary of State. Uh, He is waffling, just like Joe Biden, which is why these people are getting allowed to do it. Listen to what Antony Blinken had to say when he's asked, should these people be fired? What should happen to these people if they do indeed do it? They were going to do it today, but there was a snow day because there was four inches of snow in D.C., so they didn't have to go to work. Uh, But let's see what happens when the snow melts. But listen to what Antony Blinken had to say. There is clearly a divide uh, around the country and around the world uh, about how uh, the Israelis are going about this and about the U.S.'s support for it, including inside the White House itself uh, with members of government literally walking out. I want to read you something that Speaker Speaker Johnson tweeted out uh, in the past 24 hours. He says, any government worker who walks off the job to protest U.S. support for our ally Israel is ignoring their responsibility and abusing the trust of taxpayers. They deserve to be fired. What do you think of that? Look, we've had, I can just speak for the State Department. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a number of people in the department um, since October uh, raise questions, raise concerns, raise criticisms of uh, policies, policies that Israel is pursuing, policies that we're pursuing. And the kind of place that I want to have, the institution I want to have, is a place where people feel comfortable doing that. Right. Uh, we have something called the dissent channel that allows anyone in the department uh, right. to raise a concern. Um, we've had a number of those. I read every single one. But walking off the job. Look, fireable? From my, from my perspective, I want to make sure that people feel that they can um, say what they believe, express themselves. But then, they do, they, to, but they, then do they ultimately have to get behind they, the they, position they, of they the State Department? They ultimately have to, have to be on the job and do their jobs. But uh, the main thing is this. Uh, people feel the need to, uh, to speak up and speak out. What a bunch of word salad and gobbledygook. In other words, we'll just kind of let them. Remember, again, when they were going after the White House, they were pushing, remember, the fence and all that stuff and destroying the fence and then painting on the statues right there in the park in front of the White House. Uh, Nothing happened. They got away with it. No arrests. Are you kidding me? The White House. You don't throw the book at people and arrest them? And you don't go for vandalism? You don't go for a lack of permit? You don't go for destroying property? You're going to let them do that in front of the White House with no repercussions? This White House is out of control. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Pat, line three. Pat, your thoughts. Rita, good evening. Thank you for taking my call. Rita, this is despicable. I am too old to be censoring my words. What is going on now is... There's there's just no word for it. And we're supposed to be compassionate. And the sad part of what they're doing with Sloan Kettering, if they needed that hospital's services, that hospital would be the first to open their doors to them. You know what? That is a great point because they would be. They and, and by the way, if they had a loved one with cancer, it would be one of the top ones to go to. It's a preeminent place in the world to send people and how dare they like like uh, you know what to me there's something it is so disgusting they have hit such a low level of disrespect for people 
I didn't like, you know, when they were blocking the malls, Pat. I didn't like a lot of those things. You know, I thought it was unfair. To, you know, you see these kids trying to get into a, you know, a store and these protesters in their front. They're like, mommy, mommy, why are they shouting uh, death to America, death to Israel? Uh, I thought it was unseemly. I don't like when they're blocking, you know, airports, people flying out on the busiest travel days of the year. I didn't like when they were destroying veterans cemeteries. I thought that was unseemly. There's also reports that they were going after a Holocaust memorial. They defaced one in Philly. Um, and, And you know what they're doing in other places? There are other places where they're going after some of the language. Of some of these people, Uh, you know, uh, in Australia, they're going after some of the people that use some of the language that we hear some of these protesters shouting. And there's also, by the way, uh, no remorse from these people. Remember, they blocked uh, was at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Well, they came out the other day and say they do it all over again, even though they blocked the parade. What does that have to do with Israel? But no, they're just, they are so desperate that they would go to a cancer ward. And you hit it on the head, Pat, that, um, you know, you think about, and all I can think about are these poor people that are dealing with so many things in their lives, that they're dealing with, you know, something as serious as cancer. Both of my parents had cancer, so it's very personal to me. And, And I think about, you know, just the emotions that go through your mind when you're there taking care of a loved one, or again, if you yourself are in a place like that. Um, for treatment, and then you got these bozos shouting down the hallway. It's just despicable. It's it's unseemly. Pat, thank you very much. I 1,000% agree with you. Let's go to Susan, upstate, line five. Susan, your thoughts. Oh, my goodness, Rita. Um, well, I think this incident um, at the White House with these um, uh, rioters, um, I'm not even going to call them protesters, was a lot worse than what's um, being portrayed, and it's barely been able to be seen. Um, that the um, the White House um, non-essential staff was actually evacuated, and that um, it's that's what was reported. And I uh, don't, you know, it seems like the reporting, uh, you know, didn't make any kind of um, no caveat about saying it, and that the um, um, and that they, they also uh, fought with the Secret Service. Yes. I mean, they physically were fighting with it. Now, and then we still have um, these, some some big official just said last week that they're still going to arrest more um, January 6th people that were just standing in the wrong place. Uh, yeah, You know what, Susan, I'm glad you brought the juxtaposition of the two events, because you're right. If you, like, sneezed near the Capitol on January 6th, uh, you're almost thrown in solitary, you know? I mean, it's incredible. And yet these people were defacing areas right in front of the White House, including that perimeter fence. And you know what it reminded me, Susan? Remember a couple of weeks ago when this all first happened, they were also pushing in front of the Democratic National Committee headquarters yes. in Washington. Remember, they were punching yes. cops. What happened to those people? How come we don't know yes. who they are? You know, it's like like they're trying to downplay it. And you and I know why they're doing it, because they don't want to hurt themselves politically, because they realize that a lot of these people are Democrats who typically are, and they're astounded that Joe Biden is not supporting their crazy views. And they can't understand it, even though I contend he's really waffling on Israel in a lot of ways. But but 
on the surface, he is, quote, supporting Israel, and they don't like it. And these people are using sort of strong-arm tactics. And and that's why, Susan, I worry, because we are a long ways away. But you're right. They are downplaying it at the White House. And can you imagine if it was the other way around? If it was like a, like a MAGA group, it would be front. They'd call it an insurrection. What happened out in front of the White House on Saturday? They'd call it they worse than been January sixth. They'd call it January sixth squared. You know, exactly. And how did those protesters actually get inside of a hospital like that? That is outrageous. Uh, I mean, what, uh, that, why hasn't Anna spoke about this? That has got to be outrageous. They're allowed. How dangerous is that? Yeah, dangerous and and disgusting and shameful. There there are so many words. I agree. It is it is it is pathetic. Susan, thank you very very much. Let's go to Stan, line two. Stan, uh, protests at Sloan Kettering, unbelievable. Stan, I was in Sloan Kettering. So oh. I was there about nineteen years ago. Oh my goodness! So so but Stan, you know? Is, can you imagine? Wow. No, well, it's that they should have stopped them from having. But that's not why I'm talking. I'm talking about last night. But and wait, last wait, wait. Night, hang on. Hang on one second, Stan. With all right. due respect, and you know how much I love you, our whole, well, everybody, I, 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 everybody. There's nothing everybody, more to say about that. Well, last no, night, no. I wanted to get my two cents in, but I, I could get, not. I'll, I'll let you get it in, oh, okay. but, but hang on. But here, first off, you said they shouldn't have let him in. Are you blaming the hospital for letting him in suddenly? Well, they have security. I've been there. They have security. Yeah, they, they do. they couldn't stop them. I was going to say, when suddenly hundreds of people show up, yeah, uh, it's a little hard to stop Call the police, but the police wouldn't have shown up. You support the police. Where were the cops? They were probably told to stand down. And by the way, who knows how long? You know, it doesn't take that long to get to a floor. People with cancer there. It's terrible. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. Let's talk about last night. All right, let's hear your thoughts about last night. Go ahead. Quickly, quickly. Uh, A small state, all white, 50,000 people out of what? 8 million people voted? That's wait, a big deal? Wait, there's not one black person in, in Iowa? You've, you've surveyed well, every, well, you've hey, surveyed every is, person in the state, Stan? 50,000 people are nothing. But the weather was bad. I'll give him that. I congratulate him. He did win. But at this moment, it doesn't mean anything. What means something oh, down Stan. the road? Give It'll me a break. Give me a point. break. You sound like Joy Reid. There's, there, what, there's not a black well, person? But, uh, guess what, Stan? Guess what, Stan? I saw some black people. Are you astounded that well, we're I'm at the polls in yes. Iowa? Give me a break. Let me tell you something. His comments that we all have to get together, Democrats, was the biggest bunch of bull I've ever heard in my he doesn't mean that he doesn't care oh you think Biden so means that he you think Biden worst. you think Biden who calls him a threat to democracy Absolutely. and anybody who's MAGA, that Absolutely. guy is so divided you've stood up for Biden no matter what and that no, guy is given the most the divided speeches I've ever heard hey let me tell you this okay which is even worse than last night the speaker of the house has told the president he cannot make the state of the union till after Super Tuesday in March what is that? That every president has made a speech in January or early February to the State of the Union because he wants to have President Trump's uh, victory thing with all of the, the uh, uh, races happening on Super Tuesday. Every president speaks late January, early. But the, he told the president, you can't do Did you hear that? You must have heard that. I've it's heard unbelievable. of unbelievable. That's, heard of the, that's, that's politics. Guess what? It's not a big deal. He's going unchallenged. It's not like, you know, I mean, I should say he does have challenge. He has Dean Phillips and he's got Robert F. Kennedy. I'm talking about on the Democratic side. Uh, but the president... Um, but ahead, but the but the president. By the way, it gives him time to maybe get some sleep. No, nah, he, he looks tired. The he looks like he needs need to rest up. 
The president doesn't need to speak. Tell him to go to hell. He can make the speech from the White House, get people in, and get the networks, and make the State of the Union at the White House. And, and, sad, need and Stan, guess what? Stan, sadly, the, all the media will cover that, and they didn't have the guts to cover Trump last night. That speaks volumes. And, and by the way, everybody should speak and cover the president doing the State of the Union. No matter what what president, Republican, Democrat, he is our president. And you show him a respect. And that's why they should have done the same respect last night to Trump. And I'm glad you congratulated him. It's a huge victory. And guess what? There are people of all races, colors, and creeds in Iowa. Uh, some people just don't see it. And that, boy, is that a sad thing. Uh, Stan, but we love you anyway. Thanks so much. And by the way, one reason I love Stan is he is a veteran. And now we go to our Support Our Heroes segment. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And this is the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Support Our Heroes segment. And this is coming from Madawaska, Maine, where Armand Martin, who is a 104-year-old World War II veteran and an 80-year member of the American Legion, was among five Army veterans honored for his service just yesterday. His son, who was a Vietnam veteran, said he's so proud of his father, saying that his father often says he didn't do much because he was stationed in Rhode Island. And he says, Dad, that's where they wanted you to be. By the way, the director of Country Village Estates, where they had this beautiful event, says that veteran Martin spent the majority of his service, by the way, in a tugboat off the coast of Rhode Island, and that he patrolled for any foreign ships. And at one point, she said veteran Martin and his crew shot at and successfully sank a German boat along the U.S. coast. Martin, who served with the Coast Guard, was a member of the Civilian Conservation Corps for two years before joining the Army in World War II. And when asked how he lived to be 104, the veteran said, very carefully, adding that there's no secret to living a long life. And in fact, in two months, he is going to be 105 years old. Bravo to him and all of our great members of the greatest generation. And by the way, everybody, America's heroes need your help. Donate $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Go to T2T.org, T2T.org. It's the Rita Cosby Show. Well, the protests keep coming because the administration doesn't have the guts to rein them in, just like they don't have the guts to sanction Iran. And guess what? Soft and appeasement just doesn't work. And it's not respectful of other people, and it's not a safe place in the world. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Joe. Uh, Joe, your thoughts. Freedom, my love, this is absolutely disgusting. The bottom line is reckless endangerment, criminal trespass. These are felonies. They, it's a hate crime. It's anti-Semitic. And it's also a hate crime that they're targeting cancer victims. And Memorial Stone used to have a very cracked, strong uh, security force. This should never have been allowed. And I'm going to say this, 
And basically, why don't they use their energies that there are American veterans and homegrown American families out in the elements now, and we got to help InfoAtPawsOfWar.org. They help American veterans that coffins are, are bare. Let's help them. Let's protest peacefully. 66% of the homeless men and women, and there shouldn't be any in America, are American veterans, and 13,000 American veterans suicides. Two every hour, that's four at mezzanote at midnight in a few minutes. By the way, Joe, Joe, I agree. I like your idea that we should be protesting for our veterans and saying, let's do more for our veterans. And uh, you're right. Um, it, it never should have happened where they're going into these. They're getting all this attention. And they're these great groups like our veterans that deserve the attention and the effort and the help. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Uh, let's go real quick to Joaquin. Real quick, Joaquin. Hey, Rita, I hope that you can hear me okay. Oops, you know what? You know, you're, you're breaking up, Joaquin. Call us later. You're breaking up. Let's go to Mike Line 2 real quick. Mike, your thoughts real quick, Mike. Yeah, uh, Obama and the globalists are behind the uh, Antifa or Black Lives Matter in these protests. They're all a continuation. I agree, by the way. You're right. I think this is par for the course. They move on from protest to protest. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.